You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Hallelujah. How many pastors are happy to be here this morning? Can you shout, Jesus is Lord? Jesus. Amen. Okay, I just want to, this morning, I want to be quite brief. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thursday is going to be awesome. Friday will be glorious. Saturday will be outstanding. And on Sunday, it will be an atmosphere for miracles. Let me tell you, don't miss any of the days. If you need to beg your boss, start tomorrow. Now, tomorrow we are praying from 6 p.m. And we are praying on Tuesday also, 6 p.m. Even though we are doing more of praying of thanks or prayer of thanksgiving, singing and praying in the Spirit. And we are praying on Wednesday also. That's very important. And there's a reason why uh, we are doing that. You have to be part of the prayer. God does nothing without his people praying. All right? John Wesley said it this way. Maybe he was afraid to say that God was limited to our prayer. So he said, it's as if God. He was talking to people when he said, he said it's as if God is limited. Somehow, he says, as if God is limited to our prayer. God does nothing until a man makes supplication, makes intercession, pray that he should move. So the Bible says, is anyone afflicted, let him pray. God already knows that somebody is afflicted somewhere, but it demands that let, let that afflicted person pray. And I told you, one of the reasons could have been that Adam never asked for a wife and God gave him one. And when he messed up, he did hesitate to blame God. He said, the woman thou gavest me. That means I never asked for a woman. I didn't disobey you when you did not give me a woman. But since you brought... So the equation has changed since then. If anybody needs anything from God. But most importantly, the reason is that God is a God of order. He, the Bible says he dwells in heaven and he has given the earth to the sons of men. If the almighty God is going to intervene, just like you build a house, you build four flats, and you give a flat to a tenant. That you are the owner of the house does not mean you can enter their house anyhow. Once there is a tenant, you have to knock their door and ask for permission, even though it's your house. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. You cannot say, this is my house, and enter your tenant's bedroom. <laughs> so, when we pray, we give God an opportunity, a permission to get involved. And this is why this is very important. I want to read something, which is the prayer direction. Because when we also pray, we must have direction. There has been big meetings all across the world. There is no Christian. If you have not seen miracles at a close range before, you have not attended some meetings you should attend. I still saw some. 
Last week of November, first week of December, myself and Paul Day, we are Bernice meeting, and people got healed there in Texas. What is the point? Not everybody. It has never been everybody. So we are all getting set for Thursday. Some of you are giving financially, and some are still giving. It is important that by next week, Sunday, when everything is ending, everybody should have had a visitation from God. Not just anticipation of something big, the noise about something big, and at the end of the day, some people are still at the same level. This is why some can stay in church for a long time after we get angry. All those who are making noise on Facebook, those who are angry with the church, those who say things, there is none of them, only that they lie, that does not know a Christian. How do you deny this one that happened last convention in camp, a woman without fallopian tube that gave birth to five, five children once? How do you deny some things? The doctors that children were not redeemed doctors. So nobody can deny the power of God. People get offended. When something has, has not happened to them, then they say it's not real. Even though they can pinpoint people that they know that God visited and things happened to. So when human beings are angry, they deny the obvious. Yes. And so that that does not happen to people, it becomes necessary to understand how God works. And when a meeting is being prepared, how can I be sure that I'm a partaker of that which is coming, what was going to happen in that meeting. This is, so I hope to share briefly some of those thoughts with us. Number one, <laughs> when others are praying, pray. And this is the reason. Psalm 105. Let's start from verse uh, 16. He break the staff, the old staff of bread. He sent a man before them. Even Joseph, who was sold for a servant, we can preach so much. It, it's amazing. Joseph went to prison. Joseph separated from, the, uh, from his family, not for himself. God is the Alpha and the Omega. He does not dwell in time zone. So God called for famine. God knew there was going to be a famine on earth. And that Israel will need sustenance. So he sent Joseph ahead of them because food will only be available in Egypt. That was the purpose. Whatever God is doing around you, that is just by the way, sir. You must understand why God is doing what he's doing. True prosperity that lasts is that whatsoever God gives you, you must know the purpose why he has given you. So that somebody's going to be sent to Lagos one day, maybe in form of a maid, Oh, we need to pass through your house to be great in life. You can shut your door against the person in the name of only me and my husband must stay together. And you have missed the whole purpose why God gave you a house in Lekki. He did not give you so that you can enjoy it only. Every blessing has a purpose, a divine purpose attached to it. When the purpose is missed, the blessing will not last. If you are here, you have shared testimonies before. But the Gap between one testimony and another is very wild. This is the reason why I'm explaining to you. Because his masses are new every morning. Great things are supposed to be happening in your life frequently. When the gap is getting long, check the last thing, what you did with the last blessing that came. 
This is why a selfish person cannot be a Christian. When he gives you a position, that position is for a reason. He made Cyrus king and he said that they raised him so that you, he said, I allowed all those nations. He said, didn't you know when, when Isaiah was giving that prophecy? He said, I made the nations helpless before you. That means Cyrus, every country you fought, you won. Not because you were strong. I made them weak for you. I wanted you to win the award because one day you will sit on the throne and be a president over 120 nations and you'll be able to command Israel to go back to their land. The whole reason why you were conquering 120 nations was not for you to make a big, big name for yourself. God said, I wanted Israel to return. For Israel to return, they will pass through several nations. There must be a king that has authority over those nations to command them to open their doors to them. And when Cyrus said, okay, he called one, he said, give them cedar to build the temple. You, open the gate, let them pass through that place. But, so God elevated him for Israel. If during his elevation, when he was sitting on the throne, if he was marrying wives, and he did not let Israel go. He would just die like the rich fool who died overnight. It's like that. Oh, so many Christians have had opportunities, but they blew it. They let it consume them. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? There's a reason why you are married to the person you are married to. But, let's, <laughs> amen. It sense. so, oh Lord Jesus, he sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. Next verse. Whose feet they ought with fetters. He was laid in iron. Everybody read this next thing together. Say one more time. Say one more time. Shout the word until. What happened until? The verse before. Go back to verse 18. Whose feet they ought with fetters. He was laid in iron until, now verse 20. What happened after until? The king sent and lost him. Even the ruler of the people let him go for free. Next verse. He made him lord over his house and ruler over his substance. Next verse. To bind princes at his pleasure and to teach senators wisdom. Oh, amen. <laughs> this will happen to somebody here in Nigeria. Amen. You will teach senators wisdom. Shout aloud, amen. amen. The Bible says, this is a very, something very deep. It was God that sent Joseph ahead of them. Even though it was God that sent him, he was still under chain and under iron. If your word does not come, no matter the peculiarity of your destiny, no matter how big, how bogus your future is, until your word comes, you might be in chain also. Not physical prison. It means that the person is stranded, limited, until his word came. When I saw this a while ago, I said, Dear Lord Jesus, the Bible says he sent a man. Can the man sent by God still be stranded? Yes. Because every assignment, there is a word that must come to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember what the Bible says in Psalm 107, verse 20. If we start from 18, the Bible said they, they cry unto him. He sent his word. His word healed them and delivered them from their destruction. But now this is where I want to get you to, and I want to stop here, that this word makes it very important to pray. So now we have established scripturally that until your word comes, you might be in chain. 
even though you are the Savior, until your word comes. So how does the word come? Now the Bible says he sent his word. But how does he send it? I want to show you something. Romans chapter 10. I want to start from verse 15. This is, this is why we have to pray. Amen. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So when you pray, when you call, shall be saved. But this is the process. How shall they call upon him that they have not believed? How shall they believe him that they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? Now, the next one is very serious. How shall they preach? Listen up, wait. Except they be sent. Except they be sent. That word, how shall they preach, except they be sent, does not mean Apostle Selman, Pastor Boju, Pastor Blessing will not speak. Pastor Yemi. It does not mean that they will not speak. But you see, until you hear your own word from a preaching, you are yet to be preached to. That's what the Bible said that, except, now, that preaching there, I saw it, and I, it, it, from the, 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 one of the meanings of the Greek word there, is that bringing a divine message. So how shall they bring a divine message to you, except they be sent? You know the implication of that? If a preacher is not sent to you, the message will be fantastic, but nothing will happen to you. Then you'll be like Jacob. You'll say, God was there and I did not know. Because a voice to somebody can be a thunder to someone else. That should be John 12, 29. Jesus started from about 27. He said, Father, glorify your name. And a voice came from heaven that I have glorified it and I'll glorify it again. And the Bible says that others heard thunder. Some said an angel spoke. Because God didn't speak to them. But Jesus heard clearly what God said. Mm. Maybe we start saying what's happening on this note. This, same, that must have been, this is very, must have been the same reason. When Apostle Paul was giving his account, in that chapter 9, he had an encounter with Jesus Christ. And the Bible said that the men around him stood there hearing a voice but seeing nobody. Hearing a voice but seeing nobody. But when Paul was giving the account of this story, in that chapter 22, later when he was addressing the elders of Pharisees, he said, as I journeyed towards Jerusalem, there was a void. He said, I saw the light brighter than the sun. He said, I fell to the earth. He said, the men around me did not hear the voice of him speaking to me. A man wrote somewhere, he said, there's contradiction in the Bible. That in chapter 9, the Bible says that they were hearing a voice. But when Paul was talking later, he said, the men did not hear the voice speaking to me. No contradiction. Check the Bible very well. In chapter 9, he said, the, the Bible says that the men stood there hearing a voice. In chapter 22, Paul said that they did not hear the voice. A voice is different from the voice. The voice is the word of God directly to you. A voice is to everybody. So when Jesus was giving a divine mandate to Paul, the men were hearing a sound, but they could not make anything out of what they were hearing. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was what happened to Ethiopian Enoch. It was written in Isaiah, and God sent Philip to him. And Philip said that, do you understand what you are? He said, how can I except somebody guides me? In this life, a word must be brought to you. By a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt and by a prophet, Israel was sustained. You need a prophetic word. But here is the deal and what, what I just read to you. Except they be sent to you, they cannot preach to you. So you need to pray specifically. It does not matter the size of the anointing of people coming. They must be sent to you. 
And that is between you and God. You have to pray, Lord, send these people to me. Send this meeting to me. See, if you pray like that every Sunday, you will go back home after every service with a testimony. Many of you don't pray like that. Do you pray that God should send Pastor Shola to you? Except they be sent, they cannot preach. It does not mean they will not preach. But they cannot deliver to you that divine message. That is exactly what you need. That you go home knowing that, okay, now I know what to do. Now a word has, been, a word has come to me. That can't happen. So you're watching the same thing. Things are happening to people. The last time Paul Seymour was there, he called the guy, you remember the guy he asked publicly. And the guy said, what do you want to say? I want to start a business. He said, no, you should not start that. God will open, say you left where you were working now. You want to say, God will open another door. You will walk somewhere with a better pay. And after that, when you have learned what you're supposed to, you can now step out. When the guy came to show me his pay slip, and about three weeks after the meeting ended, he was called from nowhere, an engineer, and they offered him an unusual job. And he ran. He came to me in the office. Oh, wow. And that's it. And I've received several testimonies like that. Somebody with a heart condition got healed instantly here. A 50-year-old man. And the thing has never returned. But why not everybody? So I am telling you now, you have four days to the meeting. Begin to pray every day in the spirit and rejoice. Since God has told us to pray more, pray of thanksgiving. Begin to rejoice and thank God and Lord, thank you for sending these people to me. Call the meeting your meeting. Don't say our church program, my conference, where I will have an encounter that changes everything about me. Is that clear? That's the direction you should spend Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday till we, till we come here. So when we are praying during the way, this is the direction we'll be praying. Oh, it's powerful when you do this. It's powerful when you do this. One of the pastors was telling us, uh, okay, I think it was Pastor Boyd that said that one of the days when he received the blueprint for his ministry, he was in the hotel and he told that Kevin was preaching somewhere and he wanted to attend. He said he sat on his bed and prayed in for three hours. Lord, I'm not going because he's careful. I know he's anointed. If you don't send it to me, I'll just go and listen to another good preacher. Honestly, this is happening to many Christians. All over, I, I told some of the leaders, 2004, December, I was in my final year in UI, just getting ready to leave school. And uh, watch night service, I said, where am I going to do watch nights? I said, oh, oh, I love Pastor Chris. I said, no, I'm going to go to Lagos. So I left UI. So I, 31st, I didn't go, but I was inside the school. So by 31st morning, as early as 5.30 a.m., I left UI. I came to Oregu and Christ and Mercy. They used open air close to the church, where they have their new auditorium right now. It was an open ground then for the service. I sat down from 8 in the morning till 8 in the night when the meeting started. The sun rose on my head and went down. I prayed. I'm praying. I'm praying. The members of the job were playing. You know, they are, you, they are close to Pastor Chris, but I was praying. When the meeting ended, around 2 a.m., I went back to Abelkuta. That was when I went home. Cars were still available. And when I got home, I touched the door of our house and there was current. When I woke up, I saw like oil all over my head on the bed sheets. I so much swallowed the meeting that I saw Pastor Chris in a vision wearing white and giving me a keg of water. And he said some scriptural stuff. Don't waste meetings. 
That's what I'm saying. Too many people, I'd rather sit in my house than attend some meetings casually. When I was in final year, I had one opportunity to meet Pastor Debra, just one. All of us prepared well. He said we should come to the camp. I was the president of the Joint Christian Fellowship, you are then. He said we should come to the camp. Oh, we spent time praying. That's why I said things must have purpose. The only time that that ever happened to me, that I was given money in foreign currency as a student, one person went to America, and I think her hands also gave her a huge amount in dollars. I can't even remember. If you convert to Naira, it cannot be less than 200000 to a student. And the guy gave me the dollars, and the son of man had needs. But as soon as the money landed my head, keep it because we need it for something. So I put it in one of the suits in my wardrobe as a student and forgot about it for about three weeks. It was then I went to Chapel UI to pray with Pastor Ayo. And we saw that they were arranging chairs outside. So I had what time I said, Father, was coming. He comes to UI once a year to do Bible study with the professors. So he was coming to Chapel UI. there. So we joined them to arrange the chairs. We just arranged Pastor just said, ah, let's ask the chairman of Chapel. Maybe the student Christian leaders can see this man. So as we're talking, the man was just, the chairman was just coming. Ah, we said, ah, um, uh, the name is said, that's Assembly of Unibad or Christian Fellowship. He said, guys, are you two helping us? We said, yes, sir. I said, sir, prof, are you, we want to be able to pray for the Christian leaders. Ah, he said, well, that is as it's led by the Spirit. He said, but write this in letter. I will do my part. I will give the letter to him. Whatever happens after that is between him and God. So we gave the man a letter. For one, we did it. I said, this man didn't give me the letter. Then the letter just came from, from camp. He said, okay. I want, they announced on the altar, as the Holy Ghost service was saying, that I will see UI student first. He called for seven of us who supposed to go. We're about 30. People were, the ones that, I, you know, I thought I was the only one that was smart. The Christian body bought gifts. And we took a seat as a body. But I kept my dollars. When we got to his office, <laughs> so the PA said that, sorry, 30 of you know you can't. Say, who is the president that sent me? Say, you are the only one that will see him. It was Pastor Ebidu then, a lawyer that, that told me from me. He said, I did not come from UI to come and admire the reception of the deal. Say, you mean I came out there from UI, did all night. I will now stay at reception while you go and see him. So I said, sir, all of us. So he went to the He said, let them all come. You know, very gentleman. He had removed his shoe. He just came up. Oh, my children, you are welcome. I am going to lay my hands on each one of you and pray. When he finished, <laughs> I was, so we gave him the gift. Then I brought my own dollar with pride. I just saw envelopes from the 30 of them. <laughs> uh, I said, guys. <laughs> oh. Sometimes it is good to be carried on the shoulders of the elders. He said three things. Angels will work for you. He said you will not lack as a body. The first program I tell you had, we brought later your day, New Wine Church, London. Two days to the meeting, he went to London, Nevada. He stayed in Premier Hotel. We were putting money together to rent the presidential room there because it was something from UK. And you know, it was a trade. He took it from there as a doctor. We couldn't. At the last minute, Bishop Waloke just said, Oh, Tayo is in town. That you should tell Tayo that your food and your hotel are will be responsible. So he paid. Bishop Waloke paid. So we did have to pay. Our first meeting with him, 
He was going to start preaching like six. So like two went to Zoom. Just say, we are the people invited. So in the evenings, I'll come and pick you like five. He just said, by the way, how much did you guys put together to do that program? We told him. We sweated to put the program together, all the money. He brought the money, pounds equivalent from his front pockets. He just has to pay that. How much is that? I think we said about 400,000 naira. So how much is that in pounds? They told him. And he brought it from his pocket. He was wearing jeans with double pocket here. Bought it out and gave us. He said, I'm bankrolling him. All of us vowed that day that poverty is bad. We had to preach, sermonize, pray to put money to somebody. Front pockets. Front pockets. What Tadisis fellowships were struggling to put together. He just said, okay, that. And he gave. And he said that, that, that I just feel like giving you guys. Oh, that was when all the courses gathered to fight one day. Together, all of them. And police him and wrap them up and arrest all of them. But that was the final year. We did not. The press, of course, was totally absent in UI. They what? But before we went to that camp meeting, everybody prayed. So the question is, how ready are you for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? By the time you start praying during the week, the Lord will start giving you instructions. He will start giving you instructions. There is a way to attend meeting. That you can't but receive. The last one of the times, by the way, was in UK. You've heard this before. I think somebody's auntie was involved. Women who have been barren for over 16 years. All of them, UK, four of them went to meet the pastor. That is food. We will cook it. We know he likes mandayam. The pastor didn't understand. By the way, didn't understand. When they put the food before, it was like food of seven men. But they knew what they were doing. He ate a part and left it. As soon as he got up, the four women sat down. And had the food, Pandaya, and they got up and said, That is it. Three of them, 10 months after had their children, they fought one about 16 months after had his other child. All of them, barrenness terminated. There must have been other women there who were in the meeting, but hoping that something will happen coming. I am saying that a meeting you are deliberate about, God is faithful, He will not bypass you. So begin to pray and let the Spirit of God tell you that this is it. This is it. Is that clear? Yeah. Hallelujah. No matter what happens in the nation, no matter the new policies or the rest, the saints cannot go down. We will rise more and more. There's no government that can function without you guys here. Shout a living amen. amen. And you are rising more and more. You are rising more and more. We will solve the problems of this nation by superior wisdom. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.